0: Well, we're back to another episode of the Pig Wrestling Podcast. The Pig
1: Wrestling Podcast is powered by our wonderful sponsor Think Cloud and it's available in the cloud.
0: Where's it available, Paul?
1: <laughs> the Cloud I'm Learning, iTunes, Spotify, Anchor to name but a few, and on our Pig Wrestling Podcast blog. The Pig Wrestling Podcast is based on a book by Pete Lindsay and Mark Bowden. It's a simple way to solve any problem and create change you need.
0: We're really back. We're really back, Paul, this time. Um, it's, it's been a bit of a break, hasn't it? It has. Are we on live now?
1: We are live. We are live. Let's go. 2020. 2020. Um, so,
0: what day It's the first week back, In it? Yeah.
1: It's I've, been, it's seemed ages since we've done one of these, hasn't it? I'm struggling. It's Get back been, into the groove. I, I ain't had no time off, so it, I'm already in the groove. I've been busy doing... Courses over the Christmas period, so yeah, let's
0: go. So where we're we going with this? We've got no guests this week, because did I forget to plan one? Or was it you? You? Oh me. Anything no. that goes wrong, it's you. No joking aside, we, we this is series two, so we have done series one. Yeah. Um, I can't believe how many listeners we've had. Um, it's staggering. I did the stats, right? Yeah. I like my stats. Yeah. Even the you the stats out the pair of us, but stats i did was i think we've all if one man sat and listened for 24 hours a day to our podcast it's over 63 days of non-stop listening
1: what listening to us that's crackers to be fair to be fair i've i've um talked to a few people who don't listen to podcasts and have listened to hours in the They've enjoyed it and staggering. Um, they're up to date with us and um, they want us to start pushing them out on 2020 so they can listen some more. Because we've had some cracking guests in 2019, didn't we? Makes our job really easy, sat at the microphone.
0: Well, I think we can sort of um, start this one. I want you to have a bit of a goals. You know, January's yep. always that time, isn't it, that... We dust ourselves down at Christmas. I've had my, my weight in pork pie, um, which ain't good. Um, far too much yeah. indulgence of a Christmas. But I well, I don't like the way I always. I'm a you if you say, but don't we? But 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 you gotta have a bit of time off, have not you, Paul? You gotta have a bit of
1: time for yourself, aren't you? We're talking we're talking about grit, aren't we? It's one of the topics today. And, Tea and grit is take time for yourself, and you've done that over Christmas. Oh, I like this.
0: So, yeah. so let's have a, let's have a little review then. So, 2019, we started 2019. Um, so let's let's go. Um, I'm going to fire at you first then. So, business. Where what was you doing business professionally? 2019.
1: Um, I was a departmental manager at Smills until September the second, and I got mid redundant. Right after 31 and a half years. Uh, Big change
0: this year for my, you. My bubble
1: really burst. <laughs> bubble really burst, yeah.
0: But we're, but we're on with that, aren't we?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, been working hard. I'm the hardest working, unemployed person in all, I believe, at the minute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you're looking for a new opportunity at the moment, aren't you? Yeah. But the flip side of this, which is quite interesting, um, you're carving out your own opportunity, aren't you, at the moment? So you're building. You're in a yeah. building building mode. Is that is that right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, a few opportunities have come my way, but at the minute, it's not what I really wanted to do. It's not the path I want to go down. And the path I want to go down, um, I'm having to develop it myself because the right opportunity hasn't jumped out at me. So instead of waiting for something to drop on my lap, um, we're building some ourselves. it or- I
0: like it. So, so back to that, you know, uh, something you share a passion on is having an idea. Cause i remember and I'm, I'm pinching myself now it's only two three years ago three years ago we were sat just me and you in that little office yep. um trying to sort in promote and grow the man club and get people talking about mental health you know starting that conversation i was trying to grow my own sort of yeah. I? Um and what's interesting we sit now in our offices don't we on a podcast um, and so much has happened in them sort of three years on it, and I think for me, one one of our sort of highlights last year um, to jump in is the man club. What was the numbers, Paul?
1: Twenty six thousand visits through the doors at Andy's Man Club last year. So the other part of your job, which you've been doing though, so start of twenty nineteen, you was what? I was I was just a user of Andy's Man Club, and now I run the club. I run the club in Hull with st- great facilitators, um, you moving up to trustee level You're still there every week, but um, I've been tasked at pushing Hull on, and I believe we have.
0: You've the last 12 months, so um, he was always in the background. You'll yeah. be one of the catalysts of its success for, for many years, one of the unsung heroes, isn't well,
1: you? We, we've had over 2,500 visits through Hull's doors um, last year, which is quite phenomenal.
0: Crackers. Crackers. Uh, yeah. And, 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 I th- and I think, so You be, so business-wise, professionally, you was leading Andy's band club, making a difference in the city, um, yeah. making a change in the stands for mental health. Um, massive event you did last year as well, didn't you? Um, and then another massive event you ended it again this year with another cheeky event, didn't you? Yes. Um, nice, nice walk.
1: Yeah, we did a walk which created awareness for mental health in the city and it won't just stand his man club. We invited the First Ladies Club with us because they do a cracking job um, promoting women's mental health in the city. And, yeah, it's, it created massive awareness and we got now new guys through the door last night, our first you, you night just, this you year. Just,
0: you just beat me to it because what I was about to say was... What always gives me goosebumps and tingles um, is th- we talk about that ripple effect. No, so it's like, is it twenty six thousand men use the yes. services last year? Um, which is just for me, you know, when we got involved in this, I, I had a dream of helping six people, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, so it far transcends anything I ever expected, and um, and it it just always amazes me that it'll forever do that way. Um, but I think what what always amazes me like these events we do when we do the walks and the talks and we're all out and about in the community. Um, guys coming up who never normally, you know, ain't got through the doors at the club. And then what really gives me goosebumps is seeing them on a the Monday night when they turn up. Um And it's that terror barrier, in it. you know, getting through that door. We know that's a, a struggle. Um But then seeing them after the first club, you know, the first session, you know, because some fantastic questions. And again, I think linking it back then, you know, um, so back to your sort of business business side. So yep. what what's changed then? So what what's changed in this last three months? Because I know because you've been you've never been so busy. <laughs> um, obviously, um, I've done
1: a few courses, but um, personal growth has been a lot of them. Um, I always turn around and say I can't use RT. I can't I can't go on a computer and do this that, and the other, but. We've grown Andy's man club from 1,000 likes on Facebook to over 8,000
0: people. I looked at it; it's just about to hit 10,000 actually.
1: Yeah, so that's that's grown dramatically. We're yeah. myself, um, I was even doing brushes on computer at weekend and developing handouts and just doing courses online, which I would never have done before because in my past history of being my last employees at Smells, we got taught to do the basics, and then was left. We never ever um, you was in a bubble. Is that fair? Was in it? Was in a bubble, and was never prom- Was never promoted to self-develop and go on courses and to create ourselves in a better light and educate ourselves. And I've done that more in the last three months. Then I've probably done in the last thirty years,
0: which is which for me watching from the outside because you you know you trained to be a, a qualified t- tutor and, and teacher aren't you? and delivering lessons. Yes. Um. You currently um. Is it what you're you doing next week? Mental it's tomorrow. Oh, it tomorrow. Tomorrow I'm
1: doing mental health first aid tutor course, which, hopefully, hopefully well Well, I will do. Let's stay positive. Once I pass this, I'll be able to go into companies and um, deliver mental health first aid, which I believe over the journey I've done over the last two years, it's it's my vocation in life. I think it's it's. I always said if I won the lottery, I'd do it for nothing because I want to make a difference in the city of mental health. That's just not women. That's obviously the ladies out there and um, probably going forward help. Help um, the youth sector of the well, all everybody in Hull. I just want to make help a the difference. world. I want to help the world, and yeah. I think to help you out there,
0: I think you know um the talk would be, which th- I did. We think Cloud at the school. I yep. go, I, I regularly go into Hazel and help yep. out, and I, do, and I do talks and other bits because we've got some tech in there. Um, and it's all, I always like to go back in there and uh, you know, give back into. the... I always imagine myself sat in them stands, yep. you know. Um, and speaking back it's one of my favorite um gigs to do That like, is go back in there and and i think just the awareness um just m- more needs to be done more is getting done um but well, i'm with you um, we need to you know i think business has got such a huge part to play yeah you know like i know myself we was going through some of our, our business goals um reviewing our systems making sure that right, Right people, the right process, the right tech, and making sure we are supporting our staff with not only the business goals but you know personal development. I think it's like you are mentioning there. I think it's absolutely key. And what what I find interesting um, in in terms of our, you know goals, we we talked about this this word grit, didn't we? Yes. Um, yeah. And it's I learned this from Dr. Larry Little, and I absolutely love this. Um, and We need grit, don't we, in life? Yes. And the G stands for Paul. Get over yourself. And give me an example of that then. I believe to be a great leader,
1: you have to get over yourself because I think sometimes in in production management, um, you need to offload and you need to trust people underneath you and you need to educate people underneath you. I think some people are frightened if if they share the knowledge. Um, somebody will come and take their job. or But you've got to get over yourself because a, a great leader should be able to stand back and watch team leaders, managers flourish and grow. And they shouldn't be frightened to get off yourselves and let your people underneath you grow and help them. And I believe that's what I did when I was a manager as well because... I believe if, if you're not there and you're on holiday and things like that, I think your company should be able to run as well without you as it is. And I believe that's what we do with the Man Club.
0: No, exactly. It's a very flat structure. And I always say this, don't I? Um, we've got leaders all over the place. Don't have to yes. be, you know, don't lead by title. No. The guy who puts the banner up... Um, the guy who, you know, it's even, I always go back to rugby, the guy who puts the boots and the bootman, and they're all leaders in their own little right, yeah. um, and all got, it's all got to come together. But I love the R in grit. What's our stand for? Run at the big thing. Run at the big thing, yeah. And, and I think that's what's been nice. I mean, my, my goal, so let's have, a, let's have a recap then. So what's my goals, um, business goals? So last year was to raise the profile of Cloud so people knew who I was, and get our brand and out there and and consolidate our services, simplifying it, because... No one understands out there what IT support is or managed IT services. Um, it means nothing to no one, um, apart from techies. Um, but what's been really interesting, um, and I'd like your opinion on this actually. So you're out there running it, you know, getting over yourself, retraining, redeveloping, yep. going after a new career, new vocation, um, trying to do some, you know, you're not trying. You're going to be doing something that you love, you're passionate about, and you're going to be making a difference in the community, building a new service site, right? So adding value. So for you, what's been a challenge is um, well The way that he
1: used to frighten me for a start. Yeah. Uh, so the way that he used to frighten me, but with with the help of the hel- the help of you guys as well.
0: Ooh, 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 me me especially or is it is it not me,
1: what is it we need no. to do some shout outs. Your guys at ThinkCloud. Um Louis Dean Karen, Legends, Legends, Gemma, and, and Zoe, all of them, all of them, Legends,
0: Steve, oh, Steve, and you missed Tommy out as well. No, I
1: haven't missed Tommy, I ain't got to Tommy yet. And honestly, I, said, I was going to say the legend that is Tommy, the legend that is Tommy, but I mean, if it hadn't have been for you guys, obviously giving me office space and helping me out, and going back to me, I wouldn't have been able to develop. Um, st- Business personas, business plans and and doing stuff like that on on the computer and developing courses, developing well, sessions. What are you thinking of the
0: courses you've been doing at the minute? Because you've got the right tech, yeah. um, and this is why I love technology, um, when it's uh, when it's used as a tool, so you think, right, you know, you've been developing yourself and doing these training courses mm-hmm. and um what's the, uh, the qualification one of the qualifications you're doing?
1: Teaching and training BTEC level three, yeah, so and then I'm going on to
0: the next one above that. So you're on the foundation, yeah. you're yeah. that and you're getting on. And I think what's interesting is, um, and we've had this conversation for a while. It was only when you said, "Look, I'm going to go after this. Can you help me?" And I was like, yeah. "Yeah, of course we can. Let's get some firepower on you." Yeah. Um, but what's interesting because you've got the tech right tech around you, um, you're not having to go to university like you would do. You can use the technology to check in with your tutors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you're doing all remote learning, aren't you? Um, and what what is that like? Because we was having this conversation because another little goal you, you've got. So we will go back onto our personal goals. Man, needs to spend more time, quality of time with my family. We share that one, don't we? Yep. Um And you've had a new a man, you know, had a, a massive addition to your family this year, aren't you? you? Yeah, li- to...
1: little Bobby, my grandson. Uh,
0: how old is he now? Three months. Yeah. So he's porridge. Today. That was quite cool. Oh, yeah. He's, he's a fan of his porridge. isn't he? Yeah, him? he is. And I think what was interesting. How much you've learned about tech in this last the last couple of years, but we've really got you've gone to town it this last three months, haven't you? I've had to. Yeah. I've, had, I've had to reinvent myself. had to get over yourself.
1: I've had to get over myself. You had yeah, to run because, at the big thing, do not you? Well, because if you stay frightened of something and you don't attack it and you don't run at the big thing, you get left behind. So you either do it or you don't in it. Uh, and um, I, to be an inspirational leader, which is the iron grit. You've got to run at the big thing,
0: aren't you? Hundred percent, and I think this is where the man plays some wonderful tricks. It likes off things in order as to we don't like taking risks. That's the ultimate thing, and I get that. And um, I think everything happens for a reason. I'm a massive believer in that. It's all about skills. Except life's about experiences. Me and you share yep. that goal, don't we? And I think you just think of the skills you've learned. And it was only it was quite financially. You was working Saturday, weren't you? And I'd taken yeah. the kids out. Um, I was spending some family time. Um, where was I? I was at Williams Den. Williams so Den. They, yeah. me, me and I had gone there. The kids are out there playing. We we're doing dens. And you rang me. You needed some IT support, didn't you? Yeah. Um, Saturday afternoon Saturday at five afternoon, o'clock. Yeah. What, and what what did you need support doing? You'd realised this week you need to prepare a lesson plan. I needed. Yeah, I
1: needed to prepare prepare a lesson plan, and I needed. S- do feedback I needed to create a brochure I needed to create handouts and I needed a bit of RT support so um, the good thing we, we used RT didn't we and within
0: 30 minutes you within 30 minutes a template you was good to go you had some training materials some resources yep. and and the key point was you already had it there you just didn't know where to look that was yeah, all yeah I didn't know where to look but the end result come in I said yesterday you got a lesson plan lesson plan you got yep. a brochure we probably ran, ran out of ink in our printer this week, haven't we?
1: Yep. Um, also, we've created assessments and everything that you need to do to formulate a form session plan and teach people.
0: Job done. Job done. And that, for me, um, how would you do that without tech? I wouldn't have done. And, and that's why I just love tech. It's just awesome. And then... So what's what's our other things then? So we're we're onto the old grit. We like the grit, don't we? The GRI. Yep. Tea. The T's for taking time for ourselves. Um, and I don't know about you, but I've had a. I know you. You are not taking that much time for yourself at Christmas, have you? How have you? you have you linked it in? What you've been doing? I've. Uh, I think the good
1: thing is, um, about being unemployed, you've got plenty of time on your hands. But I've used it as much as I can. <clears throat> um, I was even working Boxing Day. I tend to do it while everybody else is in bed. And the new you, you've got you even got an office at home now. haven't you? Yeah, I've got an office at home now. Um, during in the, the week, during the week it's an office, and weekend I use it as a bar. Um, but it's got good Wi-Fi in there, isn't it? Well, it's got good Wi-Fi. Yep, <laughs> your engineer Dean coming did a fantastic job. And um, so I've been getting up at four and five in the morning. And working till probably 10 in the morning, so I've done six hours a day. But then it hadn't, in, it hadn't interfered with my family life, so we've had a good Christmas as such. I'm a bit tired now, but
0: we'll go again. We're back in the gym as well, we? that's another one we're sharing a little passion with that way. Yeah. Um, you're pushing me. We was up early, five 5.15 this morning, wasn't 5.15 it? this morning. It's got to be done, though, because be that, that's my pig arm wrestling this year, and I've wrestled it for years. I've got to make some time for me, my, mine is in the, this whole grit scenario, mm. is I need to get over myself and it's run at the big thing which is sort my exercise and my diet, out, which I'm on with. Um, I'm running, at, you know, the, the tech time for me is I like getting in the gym, I do enjoy it. The, we've been having giggles haven't we this week? Yeah, we had a giggle week. this morning. Um, and it's good, it's good, it's good like neck time innit? it, we get to catch up, we get to have a workout, um, get to push each other. Um, you get to do me over. Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> um, but I, I think that's like life, though. We see this in the work we've done over the last couple of years, three years in, in, in mental health. Um, the things that work for your mental health, just like your physical health, we just get man led and we forget, don't we?
1: Well, I had, I had a little chat with a, a guy last night, and he doesn't have any time for himself, but he does. He does. He is on sick leave at the minute and he says even though he's got eight hours off because he ain't at work, he hasn't got time for himself. But when we broke it down and when we had a chat, well, when I had a chat with him last night, he does, but he just doesn't use it correctly. He doesn't take time for himself. He doesn't use the team grip. Yeah. And um, a lot of people
0: don't really. And I think yeah. this this is the big sort of challenge and it's what I'm I'm passionate about. I don't know you are, is... It's just making sure that we, we we do take time for ourselves and, and we are using our... Because t- I think the most important resource, and me and you was having this conversation um, today, is you took you a know, massive risk in doing what you're doing. Um, you're investing in yourself, aren't you, at the moment? Yep. Um, and, you know, you've taken this, this time from... Rather than going and getting a paid job, um, you're investing by, you know re-educating yourself, making sure that you can work, and you have been putting some stupid hours in. You know, you're, you're doing what most people are doing a year um, in mm. two to three months. You know, three to three months, it'll probably be what, in total. Yeah. Um, but you're working some, you know, you're know, you you, you you're running out of that big thing, aren't you? Well, yeah, um, because nobody's going to give it to you, are they? No. no
1: nobody's going to hand it to you. And I could go out there and probably go back into the industry I was in, or a similar industry, but I want—I'd I w- be unfulfilled. It wouldn't be what I wanted to do. So, and if I want to do what I—I w- I feel that I'm best at doing, and I'm going to enjoy doing, then I have to work at
0: it. Yeah, I get that, and uh, and I think that's that's one of the 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 paradox, isn't it, in terms of when you set these goals and you stretch yourself out. I, I was having a me and Scott yesterday was having our um, board review. Um, you know one of the you know one on on the board and going through our goals and um we was guilty yesterday we weren't thinking big enough um once stretching ourselves getting comfy and and the, the, the challenge is we do get comfy we do we, we stop stretching ourselves we we don't like taking risks and the challenge is when you don't start thinking outside the box and you don't start thinking about possibilities and you're open to change. Um, you can get ingrained in your thinking.
1: I remember 12 months ago, me and you stood in my garage and I've got a big whiteboard in there and I set my goals for 2019. Now, I believe up to September when I was still employed, I would have probably completed 20% of them goals that I'd set because I was in my comfort blanket. I was in that bubble. But since... I've been made redundant and I've thought, right, I'm going after what I want to go after. I've probably smashed most of them goals, but I wouldn't have done if I was st- I was still in my comfort zone. Yeah. And we talk about getting out of your comfort zone and if you're not happy doing what you're do, what you doing, change it. But people don't change it because
0: we're in that comfy bubble and I was one of them. And I think it's interesting to, to hear you say that because... Um I think we are, we're all guilty of that, Um we like to play it safe, and we do, don't we? Um, but you know, it's, we was having this conversation this morning. I you, in terms of all the stuff you've done and you've invested, um, you've just put, bought yourself one of the most important commodities in the world, um, TAM. Yeah. You know, that's what that's what you've done at the minute, and that's it's giving you the grounding to um, build and grow and do what you're doing. And what I always found interesting as well, um, I want to know your stance on this. So like, when we got involved, we, we've been you know, pals for many years. Yep. He was like I always say. He was one of my first ever leaders, and continued to be. Um, that I looked up to and still do. And I think what's interesting is a bit like the the man club t- scenario. We see with the questions, we don't fix anybody and nobody fixes anybody in there. No one's qualified, no one's got the skills. We just create a safe environment for people to talk. And what I end up seeing is um, we end up figuring it out a lot of the times ourselves, don't we? Yeah. But we just don't have that clear, dedicated thinking time to take time for ourselves and ask us them questions. And it's a bit like me and Scott yesterday in, in our meeting, looking at, we're looking at changing, growing, adding more value. We've got lots to go at, you know, exactly like you re- redeveloping, rechanging, adding more value to our customers um, and just systemizing the business and, and, and growing like we want to do. And when you look at it, you know, it's a bit like, you know, remember that little mountain I climbed? Um, Kilimanjaro, yeah. that little yeah. one. Um, it's a bit like that. It's sometimes when you look at that mountain, we were saying this, weren't we? What's in front of you? If, if you look at... Ev- at at it, it's one massive thing you've got to go at. Um, you just got to break it down into these little steps, but also um, just have that faith that you'll figure it out. And and it's when push comes to shove, like you, you've got all on this this new route you're doing. You're taking a risk, massive risk, um, because you're going after something you truly believe in, truly yeah. want. Um, I've never you're like a one man um, tsunami at the minute. Um, training, developing, learning um all over it but do you the the question is how do you actually feel Are you enjoying what you're doing what do you feel like
1: when I when I think I'm making a difference I get a buzz and I think before I knew I knew my job like the back of my hand but I didn't feel exhilarated like I do now when when I complete a course or when I complete a goal that I've set, I feel absolutely brilliant, and I feel exhilarated. And when you talk to people in the community, and you've do, you've done something good, and you get that feedback, you can't put a price on that, can you?
0: No, no, no. I think I think that's one. Of and I think I always look at it regardless. And I was on this conversation, you know, in terms of value. Um, life's about how much value you bring to the marketplace, isn't it? And that doesn't mean value to the marketplace in terms of making money. Um, there's, a, there's an intrinsic value that y- we get from giving value to others don't yeah, we yeah. um is that uh, age old saying in the um we always give everyone else the best advice but ourselves type of thing but yeah. we we like helping each other don't we yeah. and I, and i believe what was that question last the other night um at the man called it was the what's an obstacle um you've, you've got, got over yeah you've got over and mine was i used to be in, in my youth very in, in my early you know 20s I get quite frustrated, quite angry, um, in my early sort of leadership roles, and I just a bit of a Um, I think that's you from the rugby pitch, me, me yeah. dad, my upbringing. Um, but as you learn to get, you know, we get a bit older, a bit wiser, we we slow down, and we get a bit more calm. Um, and it was like what I, what I said about my goals this year. I put a little post out um, on my social, and I, and I said. For all those who had my back in 2019, much love. For all those who didn't, even more love. And I think for me, that's the secret in it, in terms of um, we're all different. Yep. Given the data we've seen, you know, from the work we've done um, in the community, the work I do professionally, same as yourself, um, there's so many different characters out there. Oh. Isn't there? I, I look at the, the the circle we've got around us now, some of them characters, we would never normally be in their circles, but we challenge them, they challenge us, and together as a whole, we're all better for that experience, aren't we? It, over, the last, over the last
1: 12 months, we've met some fantastic people. Continue to. Them, so. um, and some we'll call lifelong friends. Um, we had a review at Christmas, didn't we, and we went for a meal with a dozen or so guys. And some of them guys we only met 12 months ago, but they'll be in our lives for the rest for the rest of it because they're absolutely champion people. Would we have met them in other circles? Probably not.
0: So, we, so when we talk about value, you know, what value do you put on meeting these people um, and then having them as a lifelong friend? You can't you, you can't put a price on that, can you? Can't. Exactly, and I think that's that. That for me is is one of our sort of goals. It's just making sure that I do keep open to opportunities, um, but. Try not to take too much on because you know, doing the work we do in the community, sometimes we do give too much, don't yeah. we? We need to spend yeah. more time with our own families. Um, a, a personal one for me, I got back into over Christmas, this is how, how good it's been for me. Got back into Xbox, been playing the old Xbox, um, Have, yeah, read a fantastic book. You'd like this, yeah, Daniel Pink, a whole new mind. Have you heard of it? You read it? No, fantastic book, um, and just it's all about like we've got left brainers and we've got right brainers and we we all think differently um, and I just find it, it just phenomenal. It's, it's basically saying that they all it, my my sort of summary of it, if you like, is we all we've got left and right brain thinkers and yep. your left brain thinkers are more and we've all we both got left and right brains, obviously, right? Um, but some of us use them more than others. So traditionally, your left brain thinking was more logic, logic, uh, reason, rationale. And they say that 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 provided the Industrial Age and the Industrial Revolution and and all of capitalism as we've got it today. Um, So back in, you know, raw manufacturing, like you've you've been part of for many years, that was all logic, reason, um, and strategy, you know, around that, one, it? You know, process and off you go. Um, but then, the right side thinkers of the world, um, your artists, your painters, your singers, your musicians, oh, right, your songwriters, it, yeah. your speakers, them type of the people um, who are more more your creatives, if you like. They're saying that uh, the classing more and, and also more of your knowledge workers who, who fix problems, your know, mental problems. Um, that's where the future's going in them sort of industries because what, sort of in, what we're sort of seeing now is industries that can be automated um, with technology and systemized, You know, like your industry, it's been automated, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, it's been automated. Um, some of it's been outsourced um, from less... You know, le- for third world countries or other developing yeah, countries. Yeah, buying it industry. in
1: already processed. Yeah.
0: So that's... What a lot of the world is, it's trying to get your manufacturing costs down as much as you can, your raw cost of labour. So if it's unskilled work, um, it's cheaper because it can be outsourced to different countries, different areas, different regions. But what the book goes on to say is a whole new mind. It's all about really engaging with that right side thinking, being more creative and developing new services and products and new opportunities and getting new skills to add value in job roles that you've already got, setting up new businesses, all different areas like yourself. You've spotted that there's a there's a need for mental health training and development and you want to hold companies accountable for what they're doing and add value within mental health services, don't well, you? Yeah,
1: because we say one in four people suffer with some kind of mental health Illness. Give me some stats. Come on, stator. Right, that'll come. That'll come. Right. Don't so, give me no stats today. Right, I'm gonna give you some in a minute. Come on Just then. wait. Right. So, one in four people suffer with some kind of mental illness. Right. There's 265,000 people living Hull. Just Hull alone. Oh, yeah. Right. So, that, roughly speaking, I haven't got my calculator. Here. It's about 65,000 people. Right. Nice. Have some kind of mental illness. Right, Andy's man club got 2,000 visits through its door last year. All right. the women probably got 500, 500 so that's 2,700 roughly people that we've helped. There's 62,500 people there not going through this system. All right, there might be 10,000. There might be 10,000 people getting help in Hull. That means there's 50, 50 odd thousand people not getting help that they need. So we need to push companies because there'll be people working every single day with poor mental health. And if they walked into the company with a broken leg, you would send him home because he'd got his leg in plaster.
0: Oh, you'd you change work practices around oh, that ch- person, yes. and and I, I believe we was, we was talking about this. I think I think the services are doing a fantastic job, but yeah. and they, they always will do. Um, but unless people talk, and and unless we can create a safe environment for people to talk, and I think we are doing, but you, there's loads and loads of work to do. But I think this comes back to that that way changed. I think you know, and it's back to this whole new mind. I'm going to use this as a bit of an anchor for us for the rest of the part of this. But we do need to be creative in our problem solving here. We can't all be logic and rational. We can't be tick box and form and you go into this bracket and you go into that mould. I think services and and ideas and things that we are seeing in the city and what companies are doing at the moment and what individuals are doing to...
1: I think. I think there's lots of companies jumping on board and being really proactive in mental health and mental awareness. But there's an awful lot more need to jump on board and join it because there's a need out there and people need it. I mean, over the last three years in Hull, there was 119 people bereaved by suicide.
0: Crazy.
1: So every... Life that's lost through suicide it affects indirectly 135 people. So that that means 16,000 people in Hull was affected one way or another by suicide, which the numbers it's it's just outrageous. Yeah, and when you when
0: you compound that into the wider vale and in, in Umberside and then you go regional and you're national, um yeah, yeah it, it sends. Um, Chivers down my spine Hull, at the moment. Holds
1: yeah. the second. Um, highest in Yorkshire and Humber. Crazy. And the sixth in England. So, with them stats,
0: we we want to be 106, not sixth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, more needs to be done. That's what we're saying. Um, Loads and, uh, more. And back to this. So, there's a, I like this. I thought, I thought you'd like this. I prepared this for us. So, there's a framework for thriving in this new era. Ooh. Do you like that? Yeah. And it's a so the he said was is, i'm gonna let me let me remember so six, six stipulations here so, so design not function so left brain is all about function you know process we do this consecutively quicker faster cheaper stronger uh, off it goes but design so create solutions that go beyond providing the d- desired utility but that are enriched with a significant pleasantness so design it to be beautiful design it to be creative develop it design it in a different way and I was when I read this, I was just thinking about what you was doing, what Andy's man club's done, what I'm trying to do in business and what what we're all trying to do you know, add value in services. Um, I think I Andy's man club, I said this again, you know, on the club on Monday. Uh, just by loving another human and, and adding va advice and and or sharing your stuff being being vulnerable in front of in front of another human, saying sharing what your problems are and what you're run with. Um, I think it's one of the most powerful things you can do, one for yourself but one for somebody else because I think when I see lads share some of the problems they're going through, um, it inspires me to share. um, Even if my problem's not big, you know, just that's how I'm feeling, something I'm tackling because it encourages the guy who's never shared before to share. Um, But then what I think that does is because that, you know, if we come back to that, the way the questions have been designed, they haven't been designed to tick a box. That's what I love about the club. They're not. There's no outcomes. They're not interested in the outcomes. Not interested in getting this funding. It's designed to be add value and have a good feeling. And it's not designed with like most businesses, you know, um, designed for money, aren't they? You know, you're developing a service or um, and trying to get into a career, and it ultimately business is about making money. Um, there's nothing wrong with that because it's a resource. If you're fixing a problem, fixing a pain, and adding value, that's great. But if you can design it so it allows you to you know add value you know like we met a customer today me and Scott and they've got our support tools on got our app our custom app and they had a problem with some training development around a real complicated piece of software but we've fixed this problem for other customers before and we've already got um, a, a training and development resource for that and um, and because the payers fantastically well, and we look after them, they're a fantastic customer, we was able to deploy that solution within a couple of seconds on their systems. All 50 of the team have got access to this training development resource. Now, I originally designed that to look beautiful and be great and add value. Um, and today, when I looked at it in that and we released that, they thought that was amazing. Um, but we designed it to systemize up and just add value in a different way. Um, and I think that's what, you know, we all like surprises, don't we? We all like adding value. We all like sharing. So number one is design. Um, number two, story. So not just argument. So create com- compelling narratives, enrich dry facts with emotion. So yeah, people who are logical, um, and I, mean, I can be guilty of this now and again, because I can be sometimes quite logical. Me, I mean, you'll share that, don't we? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm very visual as well. I like I like visual day to Um It's just trying to present your facts and you might have seen this more with the, z- the courses you're designing, you're trying to put services together and other little bits. Um, it, it, and I think this is why it's so powerful. When you're just putting two and two together. Now, actually, you're going out and delivering mental health first into companies, adding value for that company can fix a problem. It upskills the staff. You think oh, you never designed your career to go around this. You didn't, no. Until it's just happened, hasn't it? Um, just it's just happened.
1: I, I think we spoke two years ago that the dots will join up, but you, you, you can't look at them in the future. You just look at them be artists. And when I look at the dots, they are all joining up. But
0: how, how they have, I don't know. It's well, just a journey we've been going on. Well, this next bit then. So it's design it, not just for function, but design. So, you know, make mm-hmm. it beautiful in your service. one you with that? Um, it's got to be underpinned with a real good story, not an argument. You've got a fan. Your, your story is amazing. Um The next man.
1: Yeah. um Andy's Man Club's there for that next man. And once upon a time, I was that next man. And now I've got a really massive passion to go on and help companies and break the three stigmas of bed and embarrassment and weakness that probably men carry more than women. And they don't talk about those. And hopefully now... The way we're going we are breaking the stigma but i believe myself we're not doing it quick enough and we need more companies to jump on board
0: No, i agree and I, we need more people you know um and his bank Club's one of the t- tools and one of the solutions it's doing a fantastic job and it always yeah, it will is. do local community need to get involved more um and it's like i was talking to luke on this you know in the work we're doing as you know, trustees and you know if Andy's Man Club only goes out there to start that conversation like it always talks about, it's done its job. And, you know, looking after the facilitators and the lads, we never, you know, I was always, you know, I always remember having conversations with Luke, Elaine, or different services. I always remember mentioning about the ladies' club and other bits. And every time we tried to add something else, and I, and I, it, the penny hit home is, because the way Andy's Man Club back to, you know, this this framework I'm, I'm, I'm sharing with us here, wasn't this hand, you know, for a function. It was designed to... Stop a family going through the pain. Yeah. So sui- death by a suicide causes it. Wasn't designed for a function. It was designed to you know enrich and save lives and pain. Right. And when you look at it like that, and you look at the story behind it, you know, it it's not traditional. It breaks the mold, and that's why it is the fastest growing you know mental health charity in the UK. And 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 that's why I mean, you will always be indebted. You know, are, are always committed to the cause that way. <laughs> right? And when you look at this and you look at, you know, back to this number three, and the next one is symphony, not just focus. So so it says synthesize and put pieces together, combine seemingly unrelated ideas and be able to see the big picture. And I was thinking about this, you know, in terms of what you've been doing. It's even like me in IT. I was originally a carpenter, weren't I? You know, getting into IT, coming to a different industry. I'd have never thought I'd have been doing what I'm doing, sat, across from you talking at podcast but at one point I needed to have focus but then also like you know and like yourself now I need to just bring all the different pieces together from the different skill sets I've got um, to provide that sort of service that I've designed and you're doing the same now you know you've got skills from your scouting from your coaching from your leadership from your production um, and now IT and, and you're building all these skills up aren't you um, and you are like a you know, I was looking at you today, um, you know, you've got meetings planned this week, you've got all this stuff you're doing and you're you're a bit this this week, I'm gonna you're like a, a conductor at the front of the symphony. Um, and it was interesting, um watching you, you're wearing all these hats, aren't you? So you're you're designing this product, you're trading, you're developing and, and, and you're going through that symphony and seeing that big picture button, not getting too bogged down in the left brain, the detail. You, you see the big picture. You know the why. You know your vision. You know where you're going, and off you go. So, sympathy is number three. I, no. I was.
1: I'm one of them that if I, if I think too much about everything, then it you probably get bogged down. Oh. So you've got to break it down into stages, and that's what I'm doing at the minute. I know what I'm, I know where I'm going, but you just need to break it into stages
0: and run at the big thing. Oh, I like it. I like uh, it. And I think when you when you bring that back in it goes. So next so sex number sex um number four number four number four so number four is empathy not just logic so be in the other person's shoes learn to um use your gut and feel and read emotions right and I think that that's massive we're seeing that more and more in business in 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 life and I think me and you have got loads of skills on that from being sitting in you know we, we spend every week you know in rooms we brand new stranger I've never met before. Yeah. And we 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 are empathetic to the challenges they're facing, the other guys are, and we're learning skills of reading people's emotions. With, and what was interesting, and I remember this in the book, it goes back, like we talk about intuition and gut feeling, don't we? And I remember being on courses and um, I remember being on a course with Bob Proctor and he just read this guy and he, this guy had said a few things and, and basically... He could tell what type of person he was. He told all this, and ultimately, what he did was he sort of read this guy's body language, realized he was an introvert, and, and put a bit of a piece together around this guy. But at the time when I watched him do it, I thought he was like a magician, and I thought he's either a magician or my monkey brain jumped in and thought that guy's a stooge. He's, he's been he's been he's been, planted, he's been planted. But you know yourself, and I see this now. The more and more people we we interact with and help and share ideas and vice versa and we come from it you know we don't use logic because I always remember having many many conversations um you know with people who you know the world's got a, people like to protect us each other don't they yeah and I see this all the time other people project their fears onto you and I've been guilty at times. I allow them fears to be projected onto me and all of a sudden it takes me down a little rabbit hole. Would you agree or not agree?
1: Yeah, I've, I've had people, obviously um, we being been redundant in September, it's three months, three and a half months ago. The easiest thing to do was listen to people who said, you need to take the first, first job that comes along because um, you don't know if another one will come. But you've just mentioned a gut feeling. I had a gut feeling that I know where I wanna go and I know where I wanna get to. And um, one way or another, I'm gonna get there. I like it. And like you say, running at the big thing, I run at it. And I've, t- I've turned down jobs and that's been offered to me because I know where I wanna go and I'm determined to get there. And if I'd had taken them jobs for a short period of time, it wouldn't have given me the time to develop where I want to go. So I've listened to my gut. I know where I want to go. Um, You're not using logic all the time? Cause, cause... I'm not losing logic because it frightens me to death. It frightens me to death um, what I'm doing. Um, but <laughs> I know it's for the right reasons
0: and I'm going to get there. I love it. And I, I think you've got to, you know they always say this now I'm, I'm fortunate i love what i do i absolutely love what i do i know it's challenging at times and, it, and there's fear in there like everything and um but is it better to uh, you know live the life with no regrets you know when you look at bobby um don't you want to do you want to look back and tell him that you had a go you know i don't you want to be remembered how do you want to be remembered from bobby
1: well that's it um i want to i want to be a role model i i want to be a role model for all my kids and my, grand bit, my grandchildren, and three weeks ago, I got offered a good opportunity to take a position. Yeah, and I didn't take that opportunity because I wanted to run at the big thing and I wanted to run at what I'm passionate about because I don't, I don't want to look back in two years' time in a job where I'm not fulfilled and somebody else is doing what I started and or what I believe in and i have regrets and I don't want to live with regrets. Uh, I want to push on and make a difference and I'm not doing it for financial reasons. I'm doing it because I'm passionate about it. I, and I always knew after working somewhere for 31 years, and being been 50 years of age now and I, I don't look it, but I am and, um, my next my next job or my next goal was something that I'm passionate about and something that I wanted to do. And it never dropped on my lap. I've had to work at it. Uh, since September, I've been going to yeah, network. Been,
0: I think Yeah, but you say that since September. You've been doing well, – it's when we talk about – because it's not being designed logically step by step. Yeah. You're putting all these skills together um, that you already had. Yeah. Um, to go after something that you really enjoy. It's like me with tech in it. Um I love tech because when we when we break it back down, I never got involved in managing IT and IT services because um, I love tech. Um or because I was good well because I was good at tech. It, I learned to be good at tech because it allowed me to have a voice and it allowed me to have a channel to be challenge people who was far more educated than me, um, or back to this more left brain, more logic. Um, yeah. I could I could allow, allow systems and process to do things that my brain just wasn't programmed to do. My my brain is hard to remember certain things. It just doesn't work that way when we dyslexia. It does just no matter how much I try. I'm better at spelling than I've ever been, and I'm probably better than quite a few people. And yeah. I can get there, but I need systems. I need process, and my brain just does not um, function the way um, the majority of people's do. But I love that. I love that I done not I like being... T- it's good to be different, um, and I don't think anyone's brain functions... N- they're not normal, they're just, you know? And, and I think when you link it all back... I genuinely love technology, and the reason I love technology, my story linking into it, it's enabled me to do so many amazing things that I would never have done if it hadn't been for technology. You know, just look at the work with Andy's Man Club Hull. It's all around technology, the way we've grown it, the way we've doing yeah. it, the, the voice we've had on it, um, the way we've communicated, managed it, all of it, all <clears> through tech, all well, of it. Well, look at this podcast. Look at this
1: podcast. A year ago, I would have never have thought would have been sat across desks talking to some amazing guests that we've had in 2019. Having people
0: listen this globally, which and we've got a global audience. Yeah, we've got people in America listening. And again, that's why I think technology is amazing. And I think, yep. I think for me, when it when it's applied right and it's used right as a tool, you, you, know, it, you know, pen and paper once was technology, Paul, yep. and it still is. Um, there's always going to be a new thing, a new product, a new service, a new something to make our lives better. Um, but we've got to really use it for a purpose. But I love this one in this list um, in a whole new mind. Um, he says, so we, let's let's recap. So we've got design, we've got story, we've got sympathy, we've got empathy, and then play. And this was a massive one for me reading this over Christmas. Um, I don't know, I've never found this. I've, I thought I'd read this one, but it wasn't this one. Um, And he said, play. And it was the stats in this that just staggered me. He's done, like, a research on um, a lot of doctors and surgeons. Yeah. And the stats will be a little bit wrong, so don't kick me too much if anyone's listening to this and goes, I got it wrong. But roughly, the stats was, they started getting, um, they did a a survey for a couple of years and got a lot of surgeons to play um, computer games, all different types of computer games, video games. um, And... The science behind it was: um, if they spent three hours per week playing video games, um, there was they made 35% less mistakes um, than the surgeons that didn't, when they was performing. Not in the games, it's actually th- so taking yeah. three hours of playing games into the we- and then working, there was 35% less likely to cause mistakes. Now, for me, if someone's going to be operating on me and I could have a surgeon who plays video games who's 35% less likely to... You need to buy him an Xbox? Correct, I'd buy him 10, right? So that really changed my thinking. But the next one was people who played video games was 27% more productive as well. So it was actually more productive, faster thinking. And and, and then puts another study in there, and um, I don't know the exact name of the game, but the US military was having a real massive problem Um. Drafting recruits and getting people in, and they decided, and it was quite an interesting one. Um, a general decided to design um, a recruitment process not based on a function. He wanted to add value, um, and, he, and he did it differently. And he thought, right, we're going to engage with the next generation and build a, a video game. So the army built. It's, it's like called the USA. You can download it for free, um, and if they're charged for it, I think it would be about thirty eight. Uh, million that are created in, in revenue or it might be more, but they never did. This game's still out there now. Um, but what it's gone on to do and what they've realised is they get recruits from it. They already get a real good idea around what, you know, being in the army is like. the learn skills, um, but they do it in play. And, and, and when he comes back to it and the science behind it all, look at Bobby, right? That yep. video you showed this morning, right, of him tucking it into porridge, porridge yep. and... Three month old he is. The moment that porridge, porridge took away, he was not an happy chap, was I? No. But you think you had him at the weekend, didn't you? And babies and children learn through playing, don't they? And exploring yep. and getting things wrong. And he goes on and talks about the power of play. When you play, when you learn, and a bit like you, you know, learning with your lesson plans. Um, and and some of the greatest uh, ones I've been so is when they get you in interacting and and give You, the logic and the reason, the facts, but one of the best ones I always remember because I struggle remembering things. And um, the, the doctor um, who was teaching us at the time, he well, it was it's Tony Robbins actually, not Dr. Tony Robbins. He got a, a beach ball and he threw it to, to us in this room. and He'd ask a question and, and he'd engage, and he said he was doing it so that it, engra- it engaged the right side of your brain, um, not just and, and your left side, you know, it engaged both right, parts. Yeah. Because you, you was interacting, you was playing, and I can, right now, I can remember that moment because I remember playing, and I remember the ball from getting thrown around, and having fun, and for me, it was just a real interesting part that you know, play is not just seriousness. It says, it says, it says like blur the solid line between work and play, and embrace well-being, light laughter, games, and humour. And I think we see that in the workplace now. We see more of that. You know, you, you know. Um, we see more laughter we see more gameplay we're trying yeah. to make the workplace more fun, fun um and i don't know if you you're seeing out in any stats you're doing in terms of what you're learning is there more evidence of that you know what's going on in the workplace
1: yeah um with me going out and doing talks and meeting different hr people and
0: i believe that <laughs> i literally say hr people you, you you've worked all these last 3 years with some of the biggest hr directors managers um, like the Siemens, Victoria Plum, Adil standard S- name. You all all of them. Smith so, uh, and a yeah, few, yeah, so a few people. Yeah, all right.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, w- the few companies that I've been to, yeah, just in the, just in the vicinity of Hull. Um, I found that the proactive companies and the ones with more empathy thrive, and we've seen them thrive in the company. They're spending millions within the company, uh, within the city, investing. Um, we're investing seeing that. in the people investing in the people yeah yeah so when you look at people with left sided thinking and thinking logically the stats show that every pound spent you get seven to
0: nine pound return so between seven and nine pound return yeah. that's, so, so, so the case is there then isn't it it's, it's, it's just an absolute no-brainer. No-brainer. no brainer no brainer never mind left or right, right. brain So no brainer it just needs doing doesn't it um, right. and I think so, to sort of wrap up because we're we're getting to the hour point, and it's interesting how it all goes together. This, um, so th- let's recap. So we've got design, story, symphony, empathy, empathy, play, meaning. Now this is the this is the great one. Meaning, not just accumulation, right? So what he goes on to say is the transcendent quest for material accumulation and pursue more significant desires, but more importantly, he's find meaning in life and de- develop your intuition. I think that's what we're talking about. And I think it's what we're going to see more in business, you know. More people, you know, given the technology you've been experiencing, you know, these last you know couple of months, more yeah. so height in these last few months, yeah. you're realising that you can work anywhere, anytime, yeah. any place, on any device. And the big one, you know, you've learned some of these last few weeks. I heard you t- over talking to Lewis the other day. What is it you know now? You now know what? Um, SAS. SAS, don't you? Yeah. Um, software as a service. And would you have thought you would have been educating people you know, who are listening to this? So come on, I'm going to call you out then. What is software as a service? Come on. LinkedIn. All right. Google. Yeah. Um, Cloud.
1: So all the bits you've been doing. All the
0: bits I've been doing are SAS. So even like your... Uh, Online e learn training, all that type of stuff. Yes. So you're now understanding what the cloud is, aren't you? Yeah. And I think what's what's interesting is, you know, these products, these services that are getting built in the cloud. So where you can work anywhere, anytime, any place. Now you've been out, you know, you're in the in the big world seeing what the world's like. Um, you know, at the cutting edge of technology, some of the products you're using and training and working on. Um, you know, companies where you was at didn't have any technology like that, they didn't invest in the technology, never never mind the people. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. why they ended up where they ended up, didn't they? That's why you know 80 odd job, jobs had to, had to go. Um, you've got to invest in you in people, you've got to invest in your, in your process. process, you've got to invest, invest in your technology. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, let's say you know it's a tough industry, is manufacture. Um, and because people can do it cheaper, people have better, faster technology, and that's that's all you know. Challenges, but like you know, you know, in the work you're doing now, and the, the goal you're going after, and you're redesigning your own future, aren't you? Mm-hmm. You're investing in yourself, um, because you want you've realised you want more out of life, don't you? And you want to you, you want to enjoy what you do. Yeah, right? I want to do something I
1: believe in. I want to do something that I enjoy. So, so, wrapping that up
0: though, you want meaning in your work, don't you? Yes. Um, as simple as that, I said. So businesses and big businesses out there who are traditional manufacturers, who are traditional, I think they've got a massive challenge, you know, in changing their culture around being people-focused first because the the next wave of workers, you know, like Bobby coming into the world, you know, my kids, um, your other grandkids, your other children, um, people do want more meaning in life, you know, they want flexible working, they want to be able to go pick the kids up, they want to be able to go do this Um, and they want to be able to have meaning in life and have the work designed around them. And I think that's a massive, massive challenge for business. And I think I'm mindful, you know, we need to get off. We need to, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm mindful of our, you know, our goal for this year is gritting it. I don't want take time for ourselves, but I think this needs to be continued. Because um, I think it just needs, we, we've we got for an hour, Paul. We haven't even tried. I think
1: uh, in between having our guests this year, we can maybe do this once a month
0: and revisit. Yeah, I like it. we can have a chat. We've got some fantastic guests on, and I think I'll t- I'm going to set. I'm going to set as a bit of a challenge, me and you, this year. Yeah. I think we should. We we've got some fantastic guests booked, haven't we? But we might drip them out. Maybe one, you know, one good guest a month, maybe. Yeah. I think we should have a catch up. I'm going to set you a little goal. Um, I'm going to bring us a technology fact each week. Um, yeah. So interesting. Um, maybe something we're reading, a bit like that. You're going to bring us a people fact. That's your challenge. Okay. Is that accepted? Yeah. And, and the process is we're just going to share it on the podcast. Yeah. Um, so I, I've, I've loved it today, Paul. It's been a great catch-up. Been a great catch-up. And hopefully the people who
1: listen to us in 2019 will carry on for 2020. Oh, and oh, t- We've got
0: a massive request for everyone who's listening as well, haven't we? we? We haven't been asking. And we need to ask more of this. We need everyone who's, who's listening on Spotify, LinkedIn, um, all the different platforms it's on Apple Music, Google Podcasts. Um, can you please go on and and like and and leave a comment um, and just say that you enjoyed the show. To put some comments. We're going to be in there getting feedback because um, we really want to grow the show and grow the listeners, don't we? Yeah, of course we do. Um, and we and also if anyone wants, anyone listening to this wants to be a guest. Um, we we need we need guests, don't we?
1: There's no show without guests.
0: No show, no show. show. You've been a fantastic guest. Thank you, and so have you. Oh, thank you. Um, So that's Leon checking out. (laughs) Paul checking out.